Hi, I'm James Dickey, Senior Trial Counsel for the Upper Midwest Law Center, the Minnesota nonprofit public interest law firm that fights for liberty and the rule of law. Welcome back to Minnesota Law Weekly, where Doug Seaton and I update you on important developments on legal issues in Minnesota. Today, we are talking about the City of Bloomington's refusal to put a citizen-led charter amendment proposal on the 2022 general election ballot to repeal ranked choice voting. The city objected to one minor part of the question proposed and now claims that even though that part is unrelated to the rest, the whole thing must be thrown out. As a result, we have taken them to court. First, let's talk about ranked choice voting. It's an electoral system which allows voters to rank candidates by preference, meaning they can submit ballots that list not only their first choice candidate for a position, but also their second and third and so on. Then when the first choice for a voter is eliminated, their vote is then cast for their second choice and so on until one candidate gets over 50% of the votes. However, ranked choice voting suffers from one major problem. It allows voters to vote more than once in each election. Here's the issue. If you rank candidate A, B, and C with a one, two, and three, and candidate A has the least votes in the first round, you then get to vote again for candidate B automatically. So you get to vote twice, which is inherently unfair to everyone who voted for candidate C. And you can imagine how difficult it becomes to truly gauge what people want when there are a ton of people running for the same office. In Minneapolis, which adopted ranked choice voting for municipal elections in 2009, the 2013 mayor's race featured 35 candidates and 33 rounds of counting. And Betsy Hodges, who eventually won, still couldn't break 50%. And it has not increased voter turnout as promised. Minneapolis turnout for local elections has remained down at around 43%. But let's talk about Bloomington. Bloomington decided two years ago to adopt this confusing system through a charter amendment that the voters approved by a margin of 0.19%. And now, times have changed, and ranked choice voting is as confusing and problematic as ever. So our clients, who are citizens who want to return Bloomington to a simpler and clearly constitutional system, decided to spend hundreds of hours putting together a petition, getting signatures, and submitting it to the city. How did the city reward them? It threw the whole thing out, because one out of the four sections contained provisions that they claimed were illegal. And the city didn't try to work with our clients at all. They just made unclear statements that they weren't sure about the legality of the provisions and then passed a resolution on August 8th to reject the whole thing, 18 days before the August 26th deadline for certifying the language to the county auditor. And what's worse, they didn't even try to put the portions that they admit are legal on the ballot. Instead, they want our clients to go through the whole process again next year to put the same three perfectly legal provisions on the ballot. This is just bad governing from a city council that unfortunately appears to be adverse to those in Bloomington community who actively participate in politics and hold an opposing position to the council. Along with attorney Greg Joseph, who is lead counsel in the case, we filed that lawsuit against the city of Bloomington on August 18th and we briefed the case and had arguments before the Hennepin County District Court on August 23rd. The judge disagreed with us, unfortunately, so we have filed a petition for accelerated review in the Minnesota Supreme Court. 
At the end of the day, we believe that local governments should be servants of the people and work collaboratively with them, not wield their taxpayer-funded resources to act adversely to them. Bloomington should simply have put the portions of the ranked choice voting repeal that they agree are legal on the ballot. Unfortunately, when local governments do the wrong thing, it's up to lawyers and law firms like the Upper Midwest Law Center to step in. In other news, I'm happy to announce that the Upper Midwest Law Center is hosting our first ever Fall Freedom Forum on September 20th to celebrate four years of fighting for liberty and the rule of law in Minnesota. We will be joined by keynote speaker and noted constitutional scholar Ilya Shapiro of the Manhattan Institute and formerly a professor at Georgetown Law who has faced the woke mob himself. Mr. Shapiro will break down this year's exciting Supreme Court docket and tell his own story about his battle against wokeness run amok. We will have a limited number of tickets available to the public for this event, and the details are on our website. If you are interested in joining us, please email us at legal at umwlc.org or call at 612-428-7000. Well, that's it for this week on Minnesota Law Weekly. You can learn more about the Upper Midwest Law Center's many cases by visiting umlc.org, and you can also make a confidential tax-deductible donation on our website or by sending us a check. We are a donor-supported, pro bono, nonprofit, charging no fees to our clients, so we need your help to pursue all our cases. Thank you, and we'll see you next week.